everybody i am joined right now by dark side of the ring producers evan husney and jason eisner we're going to be talking about season 3b coming up very soon uh Mm. kicks off with a batch of new episodes starting september 16th a week away a lot of excitement a lot to get into first and foremost how you guys doing today doing great thanks for having us bill yeah good to see you again man Appreciate uh, taking the time to talk again. There's a lot um, of excitement going on. No more evident than last night's episode of AEW (laughs) Dynamite. Uh, I I was really thrilled to see that because I knew we were talking this morning, but uh, there was a Linda Pillman chant going on in Cincinnati last night. You guys got in on the fun, but just talk a little bit about, uh, you know, seeing that sort of be a product of, one like the show that you created you know like obviously the story is the families but you were able to bring it to a a wider audience and handle it the right way and i mean linda has her own t-shirts now like just talk (laughs) about just talk about like how you're feeling seeing that all come together after this well i i'll tell you it's it's been just i think this year with the show has just been super humbling to us because you know we never ever in our wildest dreams thought that, you know, our show or the, or the, or the work that we would do would really start to influence the actual, you know, wrestling community in such a way that you would see, you know, on weekly cable television like that, you know? So that's just super cool, but it's also shown us really kind of the power of the platform and how, you know, something that I think now as we're going forward, really kind of keeping in check, you know, uh, you know, in terms of like we saw with the Nick Gage episode, like, man, like that was surreal to see, you know, here comes our Nick Gage story. And then, you know, our narrator is wrestling him on, you know, <laughs> on primetime television, uh, primetime cable television. And then, and then to be able to see, you know, I mean, the, the, you know, I mean, just seeing Linda last night, Linda Pillman was so heartwarming and amazing because that's was like, that's our ideal scenario, you know, in terms of the outcome of these shows is like, I, I, I just remember hoping the best for Brian jr coming out of the Pillman episode, but then also like, I just, in the back of my mind, I just had this wish that like, you know, if Linda walked out, you know, down the ramp, you know, she'd be so over right now, you know? And then it was so cool just to really see that, you know, last night, it was just, just amazing. And, and CM Punk putting over the show as well is like, you know, those are real markout moments for us for damn yeah. sure. It was definitely, it, it was, yeah, it was crazy. Like, you know, when we did the voice or uh, the narration recording with Chris Jericho for the Nick Gage episode, he hadn't really heard of Nick Gage before then. Like he was mm-hmm. coming in asking us questions about it. And I remember looking to Evan at some point while we were editing the episode saying, you know, I have a feeling Nick Gage is going to wind up in AEW after you did, this episode yeah. comes out. Yeah. And yeah, it did. And it was that. Was you just, called it. It's surreal, you know, <clears throat> yeah. to see. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the whole entire response to that episode alone, but also kind of how Nick's career and GCW has kind of been elevated. It, it, it's really cool to see. But um, yeah, I want to get into the next batch of episodes because you're starting off with a story that I would say, if people can believe it, is probably more highly anticipated than any other show you've done, if not. At least top three, I'll put it there because I don't, yeah. you know, there's been some really, really great topics, but the plane ride from hell is something that I would say a large part of the current viewing audience 
experienced, but they don't know too much about, but at the same time, they know everything about, like you heard all the right. stories, you heard different perspectives. Uh, TNA kind of turned it into a storyline. Kurt Hennig, you know, Hey, I'm the guy that took down Brock Lesnar at 3,500 feet or 35,000 right. okay. feet. <clears throat> so what was it? I mean, talk about the decision, not only to lead off three B with that, but you know, did you guys learn anything new from that experience, despite it being sort of that story based on legend and lore? Well, yeah, I think, you know, ever since the beginning of the show, it's always been a possible topic only in that because it's 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 so infamous, you know, and it's something I've heard all about for years and years. <clears throat> you know, most of our fans, even our friends are like, when's the plane ride from hell? When are you going to do plane ride from hell? So it's been this constant sort of white noise in terms of like, you know, us with the show, when are you going to do it? And, and for us, we were always yeah. very hesitant to do it because um, it, it sort of, you know, seemed like the only path forward was creating sort of a episode that kind of glorified, you know, wild party antics that spiraled out of control in the sky, mm -hmm. you know, and we didn't really see the path of how that could really be an episode, even though it was in such high demand and we didn't want to just do it just for those reasons. Um, and when we started to research the story and to talk to people on and off the record <laughs> about the story, that's when it really started to kind of emerge as, OK, well, this is a bigger story, you know, and, and we always try to look at with Dark Side of the Ring. Yes, it's about wrestling and it's about these wrestlers, but it's always looking at society and culture also through the lens of wrestling, you know, and I think this episode is something that is going to surprise a lot of people is that you know, I think I think that's what this story is going to do best is going to be, it's going to create a lot of conversation. And I think a lot of people are going to be debating it, you know, after next week, but I do think that it is a view into our own society and our own culture kind of through the story of this wacky, you know, plane ride that, you know, totally got out of control. But, you know, for us, it was absolutely eye opening, despite even knowing everything that we knew going into it. Yeah. You know what? You're, you're right in the fact that, you know, <clears throat> that's one of those stories that people kind of glorified over the years, even though you have somebody like a Scott Hall or like Kurt Hennig, who's not here to tell a story. And there's like, there are obviously very negative parts to that story, but for the most part, right. it's like, Oh man, these guys got, you know, they got crazy on the plane and, oh, but, you know, like playing it up. But on that note, you know, it's a story that, I guess is amplified because of social media, even though it was around before then, but every so often you also see people be like, Oh, that'll be on dark side of the ring in X amount of years, like current <laughs> storylines. Is there something like, are there storylines? And it kind of speaks to what you said about not wanting to cover it because of how to handle it. Is there any stories you don't want to cover or maybe think needs more time to cover. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, a lot of like more contemporary stories are, are things that happen in the industry where, you know, you do see that on social media where like, ah, dark side of the ring. Well, this will be on dark side of the ring. I think that's kind of become, you know, memefied a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think for us, it is, it really comes down to like, uh, uh, yeah, you, you, you don't want to commit to doing a story if it's not been told yet, if it's not over, you know, it's not finished. Like imagine even having, <clears throat> the epilogue of the Nick Gage episode being the fact that, you know, he's gone, he's overcome all of this and now he's, you know, you know, 
he's slicing open on an aerator. I think that would have been a great cap to that thing. So you don't want to get in too early on some stories because they might not be over. Um, and then for us, like, yeah, there are stories and, you know, that that uh, we don't want to tell or we've or or, or or we can't see a way of telling because the right people aren't here to tell it any longer. Or it's just like you don't have access. And if you don't have either of those things, it probably just you don't want to do that kind of inauthentic non-first-hand version of it because then it kind of teeters into okay now we're just exploiting it and that was something i was very protective over with plane ride from hell to tie back to this was i don't want it to if we didn't get the right people to talk about it i didn't want to talk about it because um then it, it you know then it just it, it just might yeah. just be a that crazy party story yeah, yeah everyone in the episode was on that plane ride okay yeah. right exactly yeah Obviously, everybody's going to have their own favorite. Um, that's starting things off, uh, bookending things with the steroid trials. I feel like that's another one of those stories where a large group of people lived through it, but maybe don't know the whole story. And, yeah, you know, uh, some people know it from like going back through documentation. And in the middle of that, I'll personally say I'm really looking forward to the Chris Canyon episode and the Luna Vachon episode because their own respective lives were very private, but you know, the on-screen persona and now you're, you know, you're peeling back those layers. You find, I mean, you find out after the fact about how genuine and nice caring Luna was as a person, the same thing for Chris and how many people, right. people talk about his wrestling ability, but the kind of people that they were behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, any episode like that stick out that you're really, you know, anticipating people finding out more, like you, you mentioned the Nick Gage episode kind of opening people's eyes to him and that scene of wrestling is there any episode that, you know, you really think people are going to have, you know, have that sort of impression on again this time with season 3B? Um, <clears throat> well, I think, Jason, you'd concur. I think that, yeah, I mean, Chris Canyon, absolutely. I think it's it's going to be cool to spotlight his wrestling ability and how to how ahead of the curve he really was. I think you can kind of look at where wrestling is today, the modern style of wrestling, and really trace it back to, you know, what Canyon was doing. I think he was a pioneer his time um but i think a lot of people are going to see that uh, you know yeah i mean that's a heartbreaking story you know uh chris's you know chris's struggles outside of the ring were really heavy and um i think this episode is definitely one of the more emotional of the second half um still gets me every time i've watched it. i've seen it probably a hundred times and it gets me every time um so that one i'm looking forward to people just discovering chris you know as a as a source of inspiration um but i'm also on the flip side really excited to see how uh you know fans you know who may not be as familiar discover the world of fmw you know mm -hmm. um i think the world of fmw is just it's mind-blowing it takes your breath away when you see some of those set pieces and those matches you know with the exploding pools the exploding rings you know the electrified barbed wire all that stuff is so visually captivating and i think onita as a as a person and and and, and as his career i think is going to captivate a lot of audiences and i'm really excited just to see people just discover that because over the quarantine that's what i did i went back and rewatched, you know mm -hmm. dove into 
all these FMW matches. And I have to say that it's some of the most entertaining wrestling I think I've ever seen. So I'm, I'm excited for people to really, you know, get on that train. Yeah. yeah. It's, same for me. I, I'm also, I just finished working on the Luna Vachon episode. And so that one's pretty close to me right now. And I'm excited for people to see, you know, her, her life story and, and, and she's just so inspirational and in how committed she was to yeah. her character and yeah. how she, her philosophy on trying to like get herself over. Um, she's just, yeah, it's really inspiring and also heartbreaking. Uh, but she has such a crazy life story. And I'm also excited for people to see the XPW episode because <laughs> a lot like our UWF episode last year, uh, which people really liked. Um, this one is a dive into a world of wrestling also that I don't think a lot of wrestling fans are familiar with, but a promotion that tried to mix pornography and wrestling kind of together, those two worlds, you know, together. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's a wild story and the lengths that it goes. And um, I think people are going to be really intrigued by the characters that are in that episode and some most definitely crazy stories because mm-hmm. have you seen the new jack episode that we did in season two where new jack threw vic grimes off of that scaffolding like down onto the yeah. onto those <laughs> tables like people i remember, i know audiences were like oh my god like what it like who would allow for something <laughs> like that to happen that's yeah. xpw <laughs> that's xpw yeah. that's, so just that's just a night yeah. That's just one, one night. night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes where I feel like XPW, you either experienced live or it was like during the tape trader era and it's kind of lived on. Yeah. And now, again, you're you're going to open the door to here's all the stuff that was going on. And so, you know, I, I'm really excited to check it out. Uh, I can't imagine. I can't like I have yet to be at a, a wrestling event that takes it that far you know or even a hardcore mm-hmm. live wrestling event like evan just went to a, a gcw event a few weeks ago and experienced that like right i can't believe the stand. glasses the glasses literally flying in your face i mm-hmm. that i did not anticipate that because i was like yeah front row seats gcw <laughs> you know and then like i just couldn't believe that like the glass was actively like coming towards our faces and oh, that's wow. That's uh, that's pretty intense, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, something you got to look out for. I know, you know, you, you hear all the time, like when you're at a baseball game, you got to watch out for if you're sitting down low for like foul balls. But no, at, at shows like that, you have to watch out for like glass and thumbtacks and all that stuff flying. So, <laughs> but uh, it was, it was, a, it was, it was, it really was amazing. I mean, I have to just now that we brought it up, like I just have to say real quick that, you know, that being. That show, I was at the Matt Cardona Nick Gage uh, mm-hmm. match just you know a few months ago, wherever it was. I have to just say like that that being there in front row for that was a, an experience I've never had at a live wrestling show in terms of the heat that was there when he mm-hmm. won that title. Like it was real. Like I saw GCW <laughs> Nick Gage fans walking around red faced angry some with tears in their eyes i mean this was real to that mm-hmm. crowd and and i i mean and it was it was it was amazing to experience and just hats off to everybody involved that was so expertly done you know um yeah. in terms of that whole thing probably one of the most amazing um moments that i've ever seen live you know in wrestling period like it was great yeah they, they've gotten so much out of that and done it so well like you know I think 
I, I don't think anybody even gave Matt a chance of winning. And then what he's been able no. to do so f- since then has just been amazing. So credit to him, credit Great. to GCW. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, you know, kind of bringing things back around. I can't wait to see the reaction to XPW. I, 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 yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. But yeah, you know, very exciting. Uh, I encourage everybody to check out Dark Side of the Ring. Season 3B kicks off September 16th. Uh, it airs each week all the way through October 28th. There's a lot of cool topics. Uh, I'll run down uh, the list really quick, but uh, the plane ride from hell, Chris Canyon episode, FMW. Johnny K9, Luna Vachon, XPW, and then the steroid trials. So there's a lot of infamous yeah. stories in there. Uh, you know, yeah. It's really, really going to be a good batch of episodes that people Yeah. Spend really your Halloween into. with the McMahons. Spend your Halloween <laughs> with the McMahons uh, for the steroid trials. And uh, there you go. Yeah, it'll be great. All right. Evan and Jason, thanks again for the time. Check out Thank Dark you. Side of the Ring, guys. All right. Thanks, Bill. Have a good one. You too.